Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast about helping you get unstuck in the areas of faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation with Jackie Doucette. Jackie is the host of Beyond Retirement, and she's going to have a talk with us about how we can create the mindset that is needed to not just retire and retire with what we need as far as income goes, but really to create the mindset now so that we can live a full life beyond retirement. So sit back and relax, especially, well, maybe not if you're at work because you probably got some work to do to get to that retirement, but take a listen. Here we go. All right. Hey, Brandon, how are you doing? I'm awesome. It's a beautiful Friday. I'm remembering what day it is. Nice. Fun fact, <laughs> you're wearing the exact same outfit we wore, you wore. We were. Sorry, I, I stumbled. There goes my joke. <laughs> Done. I'm out. No kidding. Stay out of my closet. <laughs> what Brandon doesn't know. <laughs> but yeah. For is- those of you that can't see me, I almost always have a Texas A&M shirt on because I have way too many of them. Yeah. And we just recorded two episodes back to back. So he literally is wearing the same outfit he wore in the last episode. That's true. I don't change. I don't have wardrobe changes for audio podcast. Why not? We don't have a wardrobe department. We need a wardrobe yeah. department. <laughs> A that stylist cool. or yes. that who makes your yes. hair and makeup and all that kind so of stuff. So this is it. Like it. This is the episode we declared. <laughs> we're going to have a wardrobe department. Yeah. Makeup. Yes. <laughs> do you guys do video? No, but no. we got makeup. <laughs> we want to look good while we're looking at ourselves <laughs> online. We're professionals. Do not attempt this at home. Oh, now our wives are really going to question us. Okay. Awesome. All right. So that's not the real reason why we got on here. Not to confess anything to you, but to bring on Jackie Doucette, host of Beyond Retirement. Uh, Jackie, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Nice to be here. Hopefully you don't regret coming on board already. (laughs) She's like, what am I doing with my life? I got questions. I'm just wondering how I can get Brandon's clothes. Oh, hey, there you go. You got to go to the greatest school in in the world, and that's Texas A and M University at College Station. Well, this is Texas. You, you can pretty much buy that shirt in any grocery store. So, <laughs> literally, is available almost anywhere in the world. Fast food restaurants, you name it. Yeah. You know, we love our Aggies and our Longhorns. I don't exactly. know why. Uh, my uh, quick story: My wife went to uh, SeaWorld uh, with two of the boys once and put them both in uh, University of Texas shirts because she figured they're burnt orange; they'll stand out. Well, they were actually playing a bowl game that week, and everybody at SeaWorld had on the exact same shirt. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> that was a backfire. In Texas, people are either wearing burnt orange or maroon, so those, those are not good colors to stand out. Oh, man. Uh, so the reason why we brought you on the show, Jackie, is uh, there are kind of five themes that our show talks about. I mean, the big theme is we want people to be inspired and equipped to live life beyond whatever rut they feel stuck in. A lot of times that, you know, their career – you know, they, they got into a job that pays really well. It's got the corner office. It's everything that people would think of as you, you've got Success. to make. And, you know, maybe they've got the house that you're supposed to have in the neighborhood you're supposed to have, driving the car that's supposed to be fitting towards your job title. Um, but in the end, that person just feels like, I'm just doing the same thing every day. My life has no significance to it. You know, if I were to go today, 
Would anybody even notice? Would I have made an impact on the world? Uh, and so with that, there are kind of five themes that we talk on. Our, our faith, our family, our fitness, our finances, and future possibility. And I don't know why, but I was just curious, like, what other shows out there have Beyond in their title? And do any of them fit <laughs> with what we're talking about and can we invite them in there? And the first one that popped up was Beyond Retirement with Jackie Woo-hoo! Doucette. And I was like, wait a sec. We came across their show years ago, and then uh, one of us got lazy and never invited you on. So I'll let's make up for that. And so, um, and we're still throwing each other on the bus, which one of us didn't do the invite. But, um, in any case, your show definitely fits the finance circle of life. Uh, but then I've listened to some of your episodes and you talk about, that holistic approach to life. So it's, you know, yeah, your show is about money, uh, but then these other areas seem to fall into place as you put a plan into place. Um, so I'm not kicking off with a question. I'm just saying this is why we got you on the show. And um, I'm going to be quiet and see where you guys go from there. Hello. <laughs> we just look at Brandon now. <laughs> I, I, I love the concept beyond retirement because you, you were looking beyond the just financial side of it. So what kind of gave you that uh, idea to start something like that and start talking about that topic? I think the biggest thing that got me started was thinking about my own retirement, actually, because everything I looked at online all the time was all about finances and how you should have been planning 20 years ago for your retirement and, you know, get this money away. And, you know, for us, put it in an RSP for you, it's 401k or whatever. And I wanted to know what else you had to do. And nobody seemed to be able to tell me what else I should be doing. And when I look at people who are retired, what I see are people who sit on their sofa and they watch TV a lot or <laughs> right. they rock in their chair and they read a book. And and I kind of thought, I can't see myself doing that for another 30 years. Right. And after retirement, that's what you got. You got 30 years probably to do something. So there's got to be more out there. There's got to be something beyond the retirement point. Mm-hmm. You don't retire from your job. You retire to a new life. And I figured, you know, there must be other people out there who don't realize what's going on, just like I didn't. And I thought that maybe I could take them along the journey with me and we could figure out what's beyond. I love that because you're getting beyond the just surviving. You know, the goal is not to leave your job, get a watch, and then somehow not die for 20 or 30 or 40 years. Exactly. To have another life, another season of impact on the world. And and since that was your guiding principle, you surrounded yourself with people who are kind of navigating that too. And you all learn together. I love that. Yeah, and that's it exactly. Finding the people who are who are doing that, who are making an impact, who are changing their lives and other people's lives and figure out how they did it and how can I jump on that bandwagon. Right. Yeah. And this is such an important message to cover too, and I'm gonna kick myself because now once I mention this, I have to go find the study and put that in the show notes. Um but I remember coming across a study a few years back, the the death rate of folks, like after they retire from a career, is insanely high, uh, depending on what you do after you retire. So those who uh, take on that sedentary lifestyle where it's just channel surfing and they lose connection with people die very quickly within years of retirement after a 20 or 30 year career versus those who stay active. They get involved with a church or a community uh, event or community organization. They have lots of family and friend connections. They travel. Those folks live long, happy, fulfilled lives, and they're still making yeah. an impact on the communities they live in. And uh, it's just night and day. 
And so now I've just given myself the homework to go find that research paper and put it in the show notes. And I'm going to be like, why, man, why? But hopefully Google uh, Scholar can help me out. So you talked about uh, a lot of the things you had found said you should have started when you were 20 or 30 or 40 years old. And and once you realized that wasn't possible because you can't go back in time, how did yep. you seek out the people that were in your kind of age range, but had not done any of those things and, and started kind of building on that. How did, how did that all start for you? Part of it was just uh, chatting with people on Facebook. You know, that's the, uh, that's where the world is, right. Is on Facebook. Um, I talk to people in, in groups that are, you know, getting ready to be retired kind of thing about the kind of stuff that they haven't done or that they wish they had done and started to gather a little bit of, um, I don't know, background research, I guess, on what could be done now, what can we do to kind of compensate for what we didn't do 20 years ago. And as I found people, um, a lot of them were saying to me that, you know, hey, I, I did do something, but it's just not obvious yet. And, and that happens too. Like you, you've made a change, you've done something, but you're not actually going to reap anything from it for a little while. And that's sort of the same concept of you should have done it 20 years ago. You're <laughs> going to see it in a few years, right. but not necessarily right away. Do you find that a lot of people don't think they've done enough and maybe they have, maybe they're putting too much pressure on themselves? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, that's, I think, uh, I think that's the way it is for a lot of people that, you know, they've been trying and they've been putting away little bits and pieces, excuse me, but they don't seem to think that, or they seem to think that they're going to need the same amount of money they have that they need right now. And and they're not realizing that a lot of their expenses are going to go down. So the amount of money that they need to get by on is going to be less. And if they start looking at things that they can do, the activities that they can take part in, you know, after they retire, there are ways to augment whatever income you've got anyway. And that's the kind of stuff that I, that I try to, share with people to push them along towards the idea that if they really think they need an extra income, they can make it. There are ways to do that, but chances are they're not going to need the same amount of money. They're not going to be commuting every day. They're not going to have clothes. They have to, you know, keep up for appearances sake, that kind of stuff. And your, your day-to-day expenses go down. And Brandon and I were just talking before we all got on this call together that uh, there's an interesting phenomenon in the United States where, 
we seem to think we're obligated to take care of our children past a certain age, like <laughs> 18. And uh, so you see parents in their, you know, mm-hmm. they're taking care of their 20 something, 30 something year old child. And it's like, at what point <laughs> do you let them go? And, and I'm not, I'm not saying it to make a judgment. Like it's an interesting phenomenon that's happened in the United mm-hmm. States as a whole. And it sounds like it's reached out across into Canada as well and probably other places too. And, um, you know, and, and part of what just made me think about this is you, you mentioned, you know, when you do retire, you know, your, your expenses go down and it, they go down a lot. If you do get your kids, yeah, you get rid of some of those liabilities. Yeah. It's like, you can do this and this is how we're going to do it. Um, we're going to stop this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You're not going to pay for my car. No, I'm not going to pay for your car, but I need you to co-sign. I don't co-sign son. I'm sorry. No. I love you. <laughs> I'm not co-signing. I'll ride your car, but I won't yeah. own your car. I'm yeah. Yeah. So. Your focus, too, is not just the financial side of it, but how do you live beyond retirement? You know, getting out there, like you were saying, you know, you've had this profession for 20, 30 years. This is who you are. Maybe you've introduced yourself as that for 30 years. Who are you past retirement? How do you kind of address that? It's like, I am this. What am I going to be if I'm not working? That's actually um, one of the major parts of the, the program that I have and the, the things that I do, <clears throat> because um, I am focusing quite heavily on the non-financial parts of things. <laughs> and it's true. If you've been working for 30 years or, or you know, even just 10 years, when someone says, you know, who are you? You tend to say, I'm a doctor. I'm a plumber. I'm a you know, garbage man. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing that anymore... Right. You're lost. You've got no identity or so you think. And that's where you have to start um, going back to the things that you are happy doing. You've got to find the things that fulfill you from the inside, not the external things that that society decides make you who you are. And um, in the program that I'm on or that I'm in, we help you figure out what it is that's driving you, what, you know, what kind of things are, are pulling at your heartstrings, what are the things that make you, that fill you up in, in the day, and those are the things that make you who you are. I like that because I think people think once I quit working, I quit doing, and, yeah. and maybe you had a profession that you loved, and, and I've certainly had that, but not working somewhere doesn't mean you're just sitting and you have no. no purpose. The key is you have to find a purpose. And if that's substitute teaching or, you know, building a new business or whatever it is you want to do, finding that. How do you walk people through that have done something for 30 years and, and they don't really know what they're happy with or want to do? We go back, we sit down and talk about what life was like when they were a kid, because chances are they've forgotten that. But when you're, a, when you're a kid, you do the things you like to do and you, you push as hard as possible against the things you don't like to do. So, you know, maybe you enjoyed writing stories, you know, when you were a kid and you were, you had a great imagination. So then, you know, we focus on that a little bit and what can you write about? Maybe you can tell stories. Maybe you can go and, you know, help in the local library. You know, who knows what you can do if you're a storyteller Right. Yeah. You can be a marketer. Yeah, you, know, you can do all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking, you know, even for somebody who is in the middle of their career right now and not close to that retirement age, and that's still maybe a decade or so off, uh, there's nothing really stopping them from 
starting to think and live that way now. I mean, yeah, they probably have to go exactly. to work. Um, mm-hmm. And they're probably thinking, well, it must be nice if you don't have to go to work. Well, if you just said that, then you need to listen to this. Yeah, um, this is for because, you. <laughs> you know, even when you were in school, you had to go to school. You had to pay attention in class. You had to do your schoolwork. And you looked forward to recess. And you looked forward to lunchtime because sometimes there was recess there as well. And it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, you have to go to work. But what are you doing as soon as that recess comes? What are you going to do in that 15-minute break, that 30-minute lunch? And then as soon as you get off of work or even before work, you know, if you're following like the miracle um, – what is it? The miracle morning? Yeah, the miracle morning. It's got a morning routine that you can follow and it helps you like yeah. with self-development and growth uh, before you even start your work day. Well, the concept there is so good because you're you're here for a limited amount of time. Maybe it's 30 years. Maybe it's 100 years. No one knows. But – what are you doing with that time? And I think we've kind yeah. of equated retirement with not doing things. And yeah. I, I don't see it that way. I retired a couple of years ago from my corporate job and I was just like, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm only going to do what I want to do and exactly. I'm going to impact people and I'm going to do those kind of things. I'm assuming you get pushback though from people saying, well, I, I don't, I'm not like that. Like I need the money every Friday in my bank account or I'm going to panic. And I I see people want to die with like $10 million in the bank. Well, no, spend it on you. Exactly. Exactly. There's there's so many people that think, you know, I can't stop working because then the money won't come in anymore. But you got to stop and think about that. And that's what I try to get them to do is stop and think, okay, so if today the money ended, what would you do tomorrow? Right. how would you change things? What would you know? What would you be thinking about? What would you be doing? Um, there was something else that you you had just said something about. Oh, you're um, you're thinking about recess and what you're going to do and and after school or after work, what are you going to do? Those are the kind of things a lot of people think. You know, I'm going to retire and I'm going to golf every day or I'm going to mm-hmm. you know sit on a beach and drink little. Uh, drinks with the umbrellas or, <laughs> right. you know, I'm going to do that. And, and that's great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with aiming for that too, but it's going to get boring <laughs> at some point, right. you know, maybe not right away. Maybe you're going to golf your way around the world first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that either. If you've planned for that and you can afford to golf around the world, but you've got to have a, a backup plan because things are going to get dull. If you want to, you know, if you keep doing that same thing every single day. Right. And I would imagine a lot of people, depending on when you're listening to this, a lot of people uh, retired a year or two ago and thought, well, I'm going to golf around the world. Well, then we decide to have a pandemic. And guess what? You can't go all over the world. And I'm assuming a lot of golf courses are probably closed. I don't really know. But uh, so when that happens, which is inevitable, you know, things happen. We have wars and earthquakes and hurricanes and stuff like that. So you help people kind of come up with a plan and a backup plan. Because it's a different mindset. Talk a little bit about how you get them to that mindset rather than just a plan. I got to stick to it for the rest of my life or whatever. Okay. So when we, when we sit down to, to chat, we chat about, you know, the things that you're doing, um, what you're doing with your life now, what you would like to be doing. And I get them thinking about what it is they'd like to be doing. And then we talk about what's stopping them from doing that right now. And as we talk about what's stopping them, we backtrack um, just kind of step by step back through what the problem is and how that problem can be changed so that they can change the problem now and they won't have 
that roadblock when they get there. I'm trying to come up with an example, but I can't think of something off the top of my head that fits there. Well, that, uh, it's a mindset. Rather than see these as obstacles, see them as opportunities. Okay, I can't travel around the world and play golf, but I can you know, play every course in my home area within a hundred miles probably, or maybe I can teach golf. Maybe I can, yeah. you know, do a different thing with golf in some way that's still part of your dream, but maybe just not how you saw it in the very beginning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as, like you said, it's, it might not be what you were thinking and that is a mindset shift. It's what can I do with what I do have? Wow. And, you know, you look at that a little bit differently instead of always saying, I wish I could do this. Well, you know, yeah, let's all agree you can't do A. (laughs) It's not going to happen. So you could do B or C or D. So as we're going through it, I I give them those options. I say, you know, what about, you know, what about, you know, touring your state or your province? What about, you know, building um, tree houses for the kids in your community instead of building houses in, you know, Guatemala or wherever, you know, the things that you can do. That's what's so great about your program is it's 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 working on the mindset. You're not planning their retirement. You're not a financial no. advisor. You're not trying to make them do things. You're trying to change their mindset to see the next 20, 30, 40 years as an opportunity rather than, well, I can't because yes. I didn't do this. And, you know, it doesn't yeah. take a lot of can'ts for us to just give up, you know, well, there's exactly. a pandemic, so I can't do anything. Well, Everybody can do something. In great stress comes great innovation. That that's a good yep. thing. So what would you say to somebody that's probably say in the 40 to 50 range and like, well, I'm still 20 or 30 years away from retirement? Uh, how do you redefine that for them to say you don't have to stop working to retire? I ask them <laughs> the same thing that I ask everybody, you know, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? You know, this is what you're doing now. And that's great. And even if you want to keep doing it for another 20 years, that's great, too. But it's not all of you. You've got more to give. What, you know, what are you going to share? What are you what are you going to do? Do you think most people limit themselves? With their Definitely. Mindset? <laughs> Definitely. You, you can't see her, but she smiled when I said that. She's like, oh, limits people. I hear that every day. I can't because of this or because of that. I live here or I grew up here or whatever. And and your your mindset changing kind of methods are don't see everything as an obstacle. Most right. things are opportunities. Yep. And one of the things um, when I first started, my my goal was to find a place that was less expensive to live in retirement because I figured my money's going to go further that way. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at you know, I started looking at Ecuador and Mexico and places where I know that it's less expensive to live. And I immediately got, well, what about grandkids? I could never live without my grandkids. And so then you start talking to them about that. You don't have to live without your grandkids just because you're living somewhere else. If you're spending less because you're living somewhere else, you can travel more. You can go and visit your grandkids. They can come and visit you. You know, you can do whatever you like. I love whenever you you look at things that way. It's like, well, here's the reason why it won't work. But here's 10 reasons why it might actually be better than if you stayed where you are. Guess what? You can't travel to Mexico because it's too expensive. 
but dollars go different places in different places. So you got to yeah. look at that. It's really worth going through these exercises uh, to think through, you know, what is my life going to look like the rest of my life? And when you're identifying, you're helping your clients identify those things that matter to them. I want to travel. I want to live yeah. in an exotic area. But, oh, man, I can't be away from my grandkids. <laughs> well, now you, you can start playing that that game both and, which is like an improv thing, I guess. So how is it that you can have the ability to travel and see your kids a lot, your grandkids a lot and be there for them? So what, what would that look like? And then they start thinking that through like, great. So what would it look like if you lived in a place that wasn't as expensive than where you are now? And still be able to access your, your grandkids on a regular basis and, and get them thinking about that. And, Ooh. you know, something beyond just, well, I don't know. I just know I can't be without my grandkids. It's like, all right, well, think about it. What are the possibilities? You know, what if there was more than one option? <laughs> you know, like, what would that be? Uh, and you got to also, I have to keep reminding them that it's not today. You know, their retirement is in a few years, probably. Mm-hmm. Grandkids are going to be a little bit older by that mm-hmm. time. You know, things are going to be a little bit different. You know, they're still going to want to see them. Yeah. But traveling is going to be a little bit easier. Right. And how cool is it to say I go to my grandmother's in Ecuador every couple of months and hang out for a week where it's not snowing yeah. <laughs> and you don't have all the other things going on. So what would you say to somebody that's like maybe 25 or 30 and they're like, well, retirement's like in 100 years. I don't even need to worry about that right now. How do you help people in that age range? And that's uh, that's where my kids are right now. So that <laughs> and they're looking at me and they're seeing it, you know, as I prepare. But, you know, that it's. I'm way too old. You know, you're never going to be 60 <laughs> yeah, when you're 22 right. or 24. So <laughs> what I tell them is to um, don't think about it, but plan as if it was going to be tomorrow. Wow. So that, you know, so what I, what I say is if you can put something away instead of taking that extra beer, mm-hmm. you know, tomorrow night at the pub, put that three bucks, five bucks in your pocket put it aside. So you've got that little bit of money as you're going along. It's not going to feel like you're saving a whole bunch. You're not going to be missing out on anything. But in 20 years, when you wish you'd started 20 years ago, <laughs> you did start. Right. And it's less about income and more about spending. And I think people yeah. flip that. I need to make a million dollars a year in order to save for retirement. It's like, no, you just no. need to spend less, spend less, which our government's could certainly learn something there, but uh, in businesses in general, but it, if you just cut out the one lunch or the one coffee run through yep. or beer at the pub or whatever it is, that little bit adds up, but it's a mindset. I'm, what are you doing this for? I'm not restricting your spending. I'm no. investing in your future. And, and that's how you kind of change that thought process and i have kids the same age as, as yours and they kind of look at me the same way it's like but i'm never going to be as old as you it's like well no someday that's the way this works the clock yeah. keeps ticking on all of us <laughs> i never intended to be this old either but it just works out that way this has nothing to do with retirement but i applied this idea of what if i set aside x percentage this is in the game monopoly and so with every piece of income i received what if i set aside 10 percent strictly for investing in houses Strictly the yeah. hotels as you upgrade. And so yeah. I'm assuming everybody listening knows the game Monopoly and has played at least once, whether you <laughs> love it or hate it. Uh, so the rest of my cash was used for, you know, paying other people when I landed on their properties, but then also buying properties. And 
Then when it came time to trade and get a monopoly, I was like, yeah, I got a monopoly. And people were like, ha ha, but how are you going to put houses on that thing, sucker? And I was like, bam, I had, I had this Savings. stack of cash. I've been like scrolling away the whole game. And all of a sudden I'm like, I want three houses on each one of these. I'm like, well, that's going to be 900 bucks. I'm like, boom, there you go. And I had $900 <laughs> in like fives and ones and twenties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been stacking up the whole game. They're like, Oh shoot. He's got the orange properties, which people land on statistically the most. He just put three houses on, on each, which gives you the most return for them. I was like, somebody did his homework. <laughs> and, uh, and then just the whole game from the start of it, every time somebody paid me 10 bucks, I put a dollar aside. When I crossed, uh, uh, go and I got my $200, I put 20 bucks aside and all of a sudden I had 900 bucks to just invest right then and there. And I, I, I win. And then I was told I can't do that anymore because I'm like a, a bully in the game. I'm like, that's not true. I just know how to win and it worked. So anyway. So in your work, do you find that that it, the bigger limit is financial or mental? I think that the bigger limit is mental, but it's always about finances. The the, the it's always a mental block about having enough or needing some more and trying to break that down like we were just saying about it not being that you need to spend more but you need to pay out less mm -hmm. and you know you don't really need as many things as you think <laughs> you need and getting that past you know some people is tough right i i am a big uh, minimalist kind of person i just i understand that stuff is just stuff and when i was in high school our house burned down like right before i started high school like two days before or something and so we literally had like a t-shirt and shorts because you know it's hot in texas and blah 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 but i've always kind of applied that to stuff if everything goes away is it going to kill me no i might be disappointed i might really like it but I'm still going to wake up tomorrow and I'm still going to go about my life. And so you have to look around you and, and see what you have. Do you really need it? Do you need three blenders in your kitchen? It's probably taking up too much space and you probably don't use any of them. So how about we get rid of two, two blenders? You could be down to one blender. And then we find out we probably don't even need that one. But it's, it's a mindset to, to say you need all of this stuff. And it's a, I know you're in Canada, but it's a very American thing to say we need a big house and five cars and, you know, all this extra stuff that we don't even have time to go play with because we're working all the yeah. time to maintain paying for stuff. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Impressing people you don't even like with the cars and all that kind of you stuff. Don't, yep. Spending so, money you don't have to impress people you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. It, it is a mindset we got into. And what you do is really help people get out of that mindset is yep. accumulation is not retirement, you know, and starvation is not retirement. It, there's a balance there. That's it. Exactly. So what's next for you? What, what do you have coming up? What do you want to to do in the new year and what do you hope to uh, see the podcast i do? think there's a new facebook group that you started too is that right i am starting a new facebook group yes um i'm i've got a facebook group called uh beyond retirement travel plan which was designed for the people who want to uh spend some time traveling awesome. that's a uh, kind of uh sagging right now with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> limits on traveling um, but I've got a new group coming out or that I'm starting up that's uh, going to be a, um, a subscription community to go along with my rocking your retirement program that I'm that I'm uh, promoting, I guess. 
and the idea behind it is that it's it's a community where where the members can come in and share their ideas about the way that they're doing things in retirement get get some tips and uh, tricks from me about how to make the changes they need to make um they'll also get a lot of my uh specialty training on uh reducing uh your your surroundings you know, um traveling lightly traveling cheaply that sort of that sort of stuff so it's a it's slowly growing but it's you know it's not not booming yet that's okay then whoever's listening to this should go there and sign up because probably by the time you're listening to this the group will be up but if people want to get in touch with you what's the best way to contact you and kind of find out about all of these resources yeah, the best uh, the best place to go is beyondretirement.ca. That's my website, and it's got links to everything that I that I'm doing. Awesome! And your home address, if they want to just come by and say hi and don't hang do out, maybe. yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's on to you, man. Show up in the next couple of days. I listen to be your show. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come shovel the snow off the driveway, you can do that in a couple of days. Email me and I'll send you the address. <laughs> there you go. Get involved, get to the website, build a relationship. Then she might invite you over and let you do some work in the Play in the snow. <laughs> there you can go. come and build snow, uh, snow sculptures. There you go. Well, thanks so much for joining us. This has been really good uh, information. Uh, it's only as good as people get connected. So if you don't go to the website yeah. and you don't ask the questions and you don't raise your hand and and take the advice, then in 10, 20, 30 years, when you're just sitting there watching Netflix, wondering why you didn't do more, look back at this moment and say, maybe I should get involved because asking questions are how we all grow. And what I love about you is you had questions. So you started this group and started this research and these, these resources to help yourself too, and take yeah. everybody along with you. And that's just a great way to, to live your life, helping other people the way you do. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Jerry, I've enjoyed both of you. Uh, it's been a lot of fun chatting with you both. Awesome. Same here. Absolutely. Well, we will uh, talk to you soon and we will send everybody to the website. I know Jerry's going to have show notes and we'll make sure everybody has access to that and they can get connected. Awesome. Thanks very much. Be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 254. There you'll find links to Jackie's resources like her website, her podcast, and more. We'll even include some links to past episodes we've done about financial readiness, financial acumen, financial fitness, you name it. We've done an episode on that, most likely. Now, the best way you can pay us back is really to pay us forward. So share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. There is somebody out there you know who is thinking about this. Now, don't just go to them and say, hey, check this out because you're about to retire or you're in retirement and I think your life sucks, so you got to listen to this. Don't do that because then they just get offended and they, they won't listen. But share with them, hey, I just listened to this awesome episode about living life beyond retirement and I'd love to share it with you. Let me know what you think. Do that. And so you're paying us forward and that's the best way to say thank you to us. When we hear about folks who have shared our episodes with the people they know, the people they care about, that lets us know that we've done a good thing, that we've hit the nail on the head as far as delivering content that is helpful to you and the people you know. We're glad you joined us this week, and we look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.
You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showvian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.